0: This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio.
1: And we're back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson, and we're pleased to be joined at this time as we are by, well, most Wednesdays. I'm not going to say every Wednesday, by Bob Labriola, editor of Steelers Digest and Steelers.com. How you doing, Bob?
0: Pretty good, boys. How you doing?
1: Tremendous. We're doing great. I don't know what this tremendous is. We're doing great. Hey, what's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Bob, uh, four games left in the season for the Steelers, and it seems like a lot of fans are just saying, well, they should just pack it in and just uh, you know start thinking about the draft. how What's your feeling on this? Matt and I were just talking about this off the air. There there seems to be a large portion of Steeler fans, well, they can't win the Super Bowl, so they should just knock it in. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Does it matter?
0: Uh, It matters to the Rooney's. I mean, and that's all that matters. They're all who matter. The Steelers are not, as long as they're owned by the Rooney family, they're not going to just pack it in. They're not going to do it. Uh, You know, Dan Rooney used to say all the time that, um, you know, you want to – play to win every week. It's important, you know, regardless of what, you know, people might think in terms of standings or playoff potential or, you know, contending or any of that stuff. Um, you know, it's a it's a competitive sport and the object is to win games. It's a football business and the business of football is winning. And so, um, you know, that's what they believe. And so it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks me you Matt whoever um, this is the way they run the business and so you know the Steelers are not going to tank and if you remember I'm sure you guys do um, but just for the fans um, you know Art Mooney said last January you know we're not just going to say you know we're going to have a rebuild they're not going to do that whether it's whether it actually turns out to be that you know in hindsight or not um you know they're not going to they're not going to say that. Uh, I remember uh, Dan Rooney once commenting on uh, there was a certain professional baseball team in town <laughs> that said, there is you know, their goal their goal was to finish five hundred. And he said, "Why? Why would you say that? Because what if you're uh, you can be more than that as the season unfolds? But if you know, since it's baseball, you get into early September." and you're well on track, you know, to be 500, well, some people might associate with that team or part of that team might look at that and say, well, we can take They got, got the
2: goal. We've, yeah. We
0: yeah. got the goal. Time to put it in neutral. Oh, so, yeah. Right. So that's why you always say, you know, the goal is to win the championship. Um, and then, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, one of the um, mistakes I think fans make is that, and just because the Steelers say they their goal is to win a championship doesn't mean every year they don't win a championship, it's a failure <laughs>
2: right. and they've
0: been playing Super Bowls for fifty five years nobody's ever won more than six so you know to say um you know they should you know, they should win more or you know whatever uh, you know that's that's whatever uh you can say whatever you want to say, but that doesn't make it um realistic so um that's that's the way it's going to be. They're not going to lay down. They're not going to just take a look at guys to see what they can See do. what they
2: can do. Yeah, that's my right, favorite. What right. they
0: can do. That's for next summer. You yeah. know, that's for next summer.
2: Uh, Labs, do you think, you know, four games remaining, dropping just one, winning three out of the four, you think that gets them in?
0: I mean, that's 9-7-1, three mm-hmm. out of four. Um
2: you know, Tiebreakers won't matter because of the tie, and you know,
0: right? You got a tie. Um, I, I, I would think that three out of four, uh, you better win the two division games. Yeah,
2: that's what we were saying too.
0: Um, you know, the other two are, are conference, are conference games, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I think nine, seven, and one can win the division, mm-hmm. uh, and I think you're going to have to win the division to get in uh, because the Chargers um, certainly. Sure. You know, the what I thought was gonna be a one team uh the AFC East the one team playoff, you know, uh participant looks like two now. Um the South might know be if, like that too. Right maybe, right. maybe I was just gonna say the Colts now um you know, we'll have to see what they do. Uh in the West, um the um the Chiefs the chargers, chargers yeah. The Chiefs. Yeah, they're right? go. I mean I, I think the Raiders have pretty much uh, fallen out of the behind, and um, you know, Denver so, still hanging around. I, it, you know, yeah. But I think that that's a very accurate way of saying <laughs> right. Denver right. hanging around. Um, I, I, and I only think one team from the north is going to make it. I really do. There's hmm. just there's um, uh, the Ravens' defense is, is awful. I mean, it, you know, they they're decent against the run, but they're pass defense. Is, is a sieve. Um, the, we Browns the Browns don't have any football players. That's a problem. Well, <laughs> yes, it is, and it, and it doesn't seem like the Bengals can handle prosperity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, but hey, you know, things, you know, that's that's right now. When we talk about this next week, it would be a totally different scenario as this league seems to be on a week-to-week basis this whole season. But you're asking me now, I think 9-7-1 gives you a chance to, to win the division. You better not lose either of the two division games. and um,
1: It would be helpful to win the, the one this week against the Titans at home
0: for certain. Yeah, um, yeah because I think if you look at the four, uh, the way the Chiefs are playing – uh, that's going to be the most difficult assignment on the road um, against the Chiefs team that seems to have figured it out a little bit. Seems to be, you know, on the rise towards the playoffs. Yeah, beat the Titans before, you know, they're um, back to full health, certainly uh, as far as that, uh, you know, untackleable running back. And, um, you know, you've got to take care of business in your own division. Uh, you hope for the best, but um, I don't know. I don't know what. Based on what I saw last Thursday, uh, I'm not real confident about three into
1: the next four for the mm-hmm. Steelers. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it, it, this is such a week-to-week league, um, more so this year than any year that I can remember. And whether we like it or not, COVID has been a part of that. And, you know, look at the Browns right now. They've got 14 players on the COVID-19 list, and they got to play Saturday. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's there's nothing that says it, you were around in 89 when the Steelers made that playoff run after a disastrous opening. Uh, is there any correlation between these, these two seasons? I mean, that team did not look great at times, and yet they snuck into the playoffs and were within a play of going to the AFC Championship.
0: Yeah, two things that I, I kind of remember about that team that um, is different than this year. Uh, first of all, the schedule towards the end was easier. And the other thing is, and maybe it had to do with the competition in '89, as I just said, being easier. But it seemed that they were starting to play better. Um, This team, uh, you know, I I said this on uh, in the locker room with uh, Wolf and Max earlier. You know, to me, it's getting to be like, especially when you're talking about, you know, the Steelers' run defense. uh, It's that old Forrest Gump line. You know, they're like a box of chocolates; you never know what you're going to get. Um, and I don't know, if, you know, are they going to give up 200 yards rushing um, again this week, or, you know, is it going to be the run defense we saw against the Browns and the Ravens?
2: Unfortunately, I Labs, I think the answer to the question is probably none of the above, but do you have an answer or suggestion at nose tackle?
0: I mean, since Montrevious Adams went on the COVID list.
2: I mean, that adds to the mix, and Davis is yeah. back healthy now. I mean... Bugs I mean, is healthy like, now, it looks like, so there's well, options. You, yeah. but none of them are Casey I, Hampton.
0: Right. Uh, you know, I think that um, we don't have a whole lot of choice. You've got to go with Bugs. Uh, but I, I don't believe that he has any future with this team. I just don't. Really? I think that he gave him... He, he forfeited uh, his opportunity uh, those several weeks that he started and or played a lot. Um, I just don't think that he... Uh, gave much of an indication of, you know, being the guy or being a guy on the rise to become the guy, you know, or any of that stuff, um, you know, patience has its limits. I think he's exhausted his, mm. and, um, you know, my my impression would be that uh, he, again, is, is not someone that they believe they can count on or have around long term, you know, beyond, you know, next season or whatever. So I think you might have to start them or play them a lot on Sunday and hope for the best.
1: Well, Bob, you but, know, as, as Ike Taylor once told me, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity only comes around so many times. <laughs>
0: right. And, and this is so one long. for bugs.
1: Yeah, every so often, yeah. this is this is one oh. for bugs. There's Maybe no doubt about that. Maybe give a
0: crack? That, once, that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity probably came for him about five weeks ago, and he. He yacked on that, well,
1: but he's getting another shot. So here it is. <laughs> you know, show us something.
0: Um, yeah, uh, you know, desperate times, uh, and and uh, so again, like I said, I don't I don't see any other real option for the Steelers to go to, especially on Sunday, uh, because I can't imagine any realistic scenario where Adams is available. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess that he's he's the name you. Write down on the lineup card for that position, and keep your fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and and, you know, it's not like they've had some games. Like he started that Browns game that you mentioned, and played a lot, and played snap, you know, decent amount of snaps in that game. Um, You know, there have been times where he's played okay. There's been other times where it's just not been, and that goes to that, you know, up and down cycle that you're that you're talking about can you trust him um you could make that case about a lot of guys on this roster you know that offensive line do you trust the offensive line
2: jumps off the page with
1: yeah kendrick green all of a sudden looks like steve sacks out there shooting balls back at the quarterback (laughs) can't hit the quarterback in in the chest
0: let's not forget the, uh, the guy who preceded him uh walked a lot of batters too the past few years with his shotgun.
1: but he, you know he would also block some people on occasion. That was <laughs> yeah.
0: There's there's no question about that. I'm just referring to specifically with oh I, I get shotgun.
1: it. I get it. But you know it's, when you're not doing either real well, um, that that be, that becomes a problem. Um, you know, and, and you just hope that the, the a young player hasn't gotten the yips.
0: Yeah. Well, um, and because to me one of the things that I think I would try. Is coming out using tempo on offense.
1: Yeah, I think to so try
0: too. and get get some points earlier and maybe dissuade your opponent, uh, whoever it might be that particular day, from thinking, well, let's let's just run the ball here through the whole first half.
1: That's the thing. I mean, um, they're 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 not playing with any leads, Bob, and so therefore teams can, teams can just continue to run the football and run the football. Mm-hmm. It is it's it's the Lions game all over again. The Lions. It was third and eight. We're gonna run the ball,
2: yeah, bring in six offensive what do we got to end lose tight ends. yeah, it doesn't matter what the down distance is right
0: well and, that, and that's that's the thing that really is um disappointing is that you know it's not even any kind of you know scheming or anything with the running game. they sure. just put in all the plow horses and you know move the pile, and to me that's a that's a direct indictment of being physical enough on the lines of scrimmage, and I think maybe that was one of Bugs' problems. And I think that that's the maybe one of the most basic things that you you know basic requirements. And I, I don't think guys who are who are showing either an inability or an unwillingness to hit people and uh, do the work you know that that's required the physical kind of work that's required to be a physical team. Uh, I don't think those guys are going to be long for this team. Now this the end of this season. You know you have what you have and. You know, you got to go with what you have, but I think that you know we've seen this in in past years with previous coaches too. Um, you know, you, you just get out the big room, you know, and start whacking guys, or um, whether you cut them or not, but you just bring you replace them. Um, and I think we we might see a, a, a little bit of that, more than a little bit of that, uh, this off season.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, kind of just to reiterate what you said. I mean, when you're seeing lots of fullbacks and extra tight ends, let alone sixth offensive linemen now, I mean, they're going to get more and more of it. And my hunch is, there always seems like there's a theme to the off season. I bet this theme is physicality.
0: Yeah, you whereas know, uh, Bill Cower said. After the uh, last season of the Tommy Maddox mistake, um, reestablishing the mindset.
1: Yeah, and then you go to training camp and it's, you know, your, your your seven shots or your goal line drill, whatever you want to call it, is all, hey, we're going to pound the football into the end zone. Here. Yeah, just yeah. to show that we can Comes do it. all the big people. Yeah, then, right. and yeah. you send that message. Bob, they, 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 the NFL released uh, at least a preliminary salary cap number, it looks like. Uh, as we sit here, the Steelers are going to have around forty-five million dollars in cap space, according to some estimates out there. Um, do you see them going into the off-season this year and going, "Okay, we're, we got we got more money than we've ever had before. It's some of the almost um, more money than most of the teams out there. Going to go crazy in free agency.
2: It's a unique situation for them. I mean, it's, we're not used to this.
0: Well, I mean, no, I don't see them doing that because that's not a part of the business model, either. I don't. I'm not saying that they won't uh, use free agency to try and you know better the roster. But you know, you, your uh, term was go crazy.
1: True. Right. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe that was but wrong. I,
0: but you you well, saw no, the, you saw
1: the, the the Patriots this year with a bunch of cash, and they went out and got they went crazy pieces. Like they yeah. they spent money on guys, and it it's kind of paid off for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's more the who. Right. Um, so who are you going to get? Because, you know, let's also not forget, you know, they, some of the signings that they've made lately uh, have not exactly brought in the kind of guys that you want Ingram, Ebron. Um, so I think, you know, you, you can look at a guy's resume or a stat sheet or whatever and think, wow, you know, he can help us. Um, Depth at outside linebacker, he can help us, you know, as a weapon uh, down the field as a tight end for our Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, But you know, you don't, you've never, as Chuck Noll would uh, would say, you know, you don't know until you live with them for a while. Uh, You haven't lived with them yet, and you find out that maybe they're not exactly the kind of guys that you want or need, uh, or their their game is not as well rounded or has some serious. Deficiencies in areas where you almost can't play the guy, except for uh, like in Hebron's case. Anytime you know there was even a remote chance that he had to block somebody, you couldn't have him on the field. Mm -hmm. But
1: I think the difference—I think the difference here, though, Bob, is that they've always kind of sat out the dance
2: early. That first. Wait,
1: like when they went out. If you remember when they signed Jeff Hardings, that was an early signing. Like they identified yep. a Jeff Hardings and said, mm-hmm. "This is a guy we got to have," mm-hmm. and went out and got it. And he went on and had a, a great career, as opposed to waiting for the everything to settle and then go. Okay, what's left?
2: I could see them doing that maybe for one player at a key position. You know, but probably a lineman of some sort.
0: The right guy. Yeah, right. get yeah. his position. Hardings was the right guy. For yeah,
1: that. Ferrier was, you know what I mean? was the right guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Ferrier wasn't a, a real quick.
1: No, it wasn't quick, um, but it was the, the right
0: guy. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, I get what you're saying, but you, you also said they usually sit out right. early part. Okay, because um, Ferrier, um, he was an afterthought. Uh, Ferrier became something of a target when. Um, Dan Looney got tired of listening to Earl Holmes' agent tell him how great <laughs> Earl Holmes was. You know, until he, he said to Cowher, go find someone else because I'm done with Earl Holmes. Um, and, you know, thank God for Earl Holmes' agent, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, overvaluing long. his client. But, I mean, that's how that happened. So, um, yeah, if it's, if it's the right, you know, the Harding's, I mean, is there going to be any of those? Uh, I don't know, and I'm I'm not disputing. But that, to me, is what—that's the key. It's who, who, who are we talking about? Not necessarily what kind of player he is, but it also has to be, you know, a kind of person too that's going to fit in tough leader, all those
2: things. And, and as you were saying that, I'm sure Steeler Nation will hate hearing this, but it wouldn't shock me if instead of giving $15 million to one guy, they give $3 million to five guys. And then when we hit middle of December next year, you're not saying, why is the glue and bugs on the field? You know what I mean? Right, right.
1: Exactly. That's 100%. I, I think there's something to that. And I, I've noted that over the last – Five weeks, Bob. They've played Matt Filer. They've played against uh, Mike Hilton. They've played against uh, who am I missing? Villanueva. They've played against Jordan Berry. This week they'll see Bud Dupree and Ola Denny. I mean, these were guys that were there. Not all of them, but these were guys who were the that middle class that uh, they really don't have much of on this current roster. Veterans on their second contract that are. I think it would hurt to see
2: more than most teams, though, too. With yeah. the salary cap, not going well, without out a there. doubt. I More mean, if you look
1: teams, at the teams, right? yeah. the Eagles, the Saints, the Steelers, that were well Up above against, the cap yeah. going going into the last off season, well, they're all kind of floundering Struggling right now. A bit, and they're, they're, those are thing. franchises that have been pretty good over the last few years.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you, it, it takes a long time to build your depths. Um, you know, and, and the Steelers had some decent, I won't say great, decent depths with the guys that you just mentioned, Filer and Hilton. Um, even Ola Denny is a, a special teams guy, um, but someone you know you could put out there for a few snaps at outside linebacker if your two starters were out, which has been the case for this team this year on more than one occasion. Um, but you know the cap dropped, um, and so you know you you, you couldn't. I, I liked Matt Filer a lot. Couldn't pay him seven million dollars a year, though. Not in your situation last March. You just couldn't. Uh, The Stephen Nelson Joe Hayden thing. Right. You know, that was another unfortunate situation because you had, you could only keep one. You had to get, you know, let one go. Uh, You know, the Mike Hilton thing. There's no way in the world this team could pay Mike Hilton under its salary cap situation that it faced back in March $6 million a year. No way. Um, So, um, you know, again, that's, it, it was a, a confluence of events that um, kind of created the, or set up the situation that the Steelers now find themselves in, and then injuries took care of the rest.
2: I didn't plan on because, having this conversation with you, Bob, but the one that I always sticks in my head is Hargrave. Like homegrown, small school guy that you just got better and better. I always think if they would have had a little extra around for him, that would have been one that they would have invested in.
0: Yeah, um, but at the time, you know, you had all of them. Yeah. And you thought, well, I can only have one of those. Um, well, and and you just it just made sense at the it time. Was, I mean, it was
1: yeah. $13 million that Hargrave signed I for know, the Eagles. You just couldn't pay that. And they couldn't pay it.
0: No, you couldn't. And, uh, and then, you know, you also had Cam it who were a little younger right.
2: and you know right
1: and yeah. then and you, all so, of a sudden you've got 50 million dollars invested in three guys on your defensive mm-hmm. line and you only play two sometimes <laughs> so
0: um right so you know and then the only other thing with the salary cap space uh they they got to think about number 39 you got to keep him Minka. you do
1: right but he's already uh-huh. under contract with that 45 million in, in mind so you're going you know, to
2: have a quarterback making some kind of money. Quarterback's going to have yeah, to pay way, a quarterback, right. yeah.
1: In some so. way, shape, or
2: form.
1: I mean, the, the well, mo- there's money you know, there, but it's not why, mad money.
0: That's why I'm not in favor of, uh, you know, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or, you know, any of these other um, what seem to me to be um, ridiculous fantasies. You know, going to get a quarterback who brings in a cap number that's higher than the cap number on the quarterback you got right now. Um, because I don't believe that this team, you know, is a quarterback away. I mean, they, you gotta you gotta do more. I believe with this roster than just put a coat of paint on. it. I mean, you gotta do some uh, work on the foundation because otherwise, because you're gonna have injuries now. These 17 game regular seasons, you're gonna have this kind of thing.
2: And uh, COVID's not going away that, anytime soon either.
0: COVID's not going away anytime soon either. Right. And so, you know, I think you got to – this is a – whether the, uh, the Rooneys want to uh, acknowledge it or not, I do believe this team is in a rebuild situation. And rebuilds don't – and the NFL don't happen any year. They just don't. It too many players and the salary cap and, a, you know, a seven-round draft precludes you from, you know, turning things over at so many positions in one off season. And so I'm not saying it's a long term thing, but I also don't think it's a one year, one off season thing either.
2: And, and to so, your, your point, you're not gonna get LeBron or Lemieux or Crosby or some superstar prospect that just changes the whole thing. You know, like that that's not happening.
0: Yeah, unless you go bankrupt and win the lottery. Oh no, that's not in the NFL, that's another <laughs>
1: But, um, and with that one, we'll let you go, Bob. We appreciate you stopping <laughs> by as always. I'll see you uh, Sunday at the game. Uh, our guest has been Bob Labriola, editor of Steelers Digest and Steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. We'll do that right after this.